0: Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real Dragon Slayer. Tune in fortnightly
1: for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. And here is your host, Jules White.
0: Welcome everybody to episode 12 of. The Human Conversation with Jules White. And I have got the most wonderful guest with me today because this lady was my coach. I'm still in touch with her. I still am in her group. I still follow all of her wonderful journey. Um, And she is the amazing Helen Packham. She is a leadership and business coach. And I am so, so happy to have you with me. Helen, hello. Hi, hi, lovely Jules, so great to be here. And you are down in beautiful Brighton. Well, actually, I think are you just outside Brighton, Helen?
1: Yeah, just just a few minutes along the coast, past Hove, uh, a little village that's r- nestled next to Brighton. So I get the best of both worlds. I get a little village to raise my family in, and then I can hop in to the hedonistic lights of the city. <laughs> yeah. Fun whenever I want to
0: it sure is hedonistic isn't it down in Brighton so so great so the reason I've obviously got you on my show today well there's lots of reasons because obviously you were my coach so you um really helped me when I was beginning my business to just start to see well actually what was my business and how was I going to take it out and I think especially into that online world because I'd very much been in that corporate space and um, so I just want the audience to know a little bit about Helen and the work she does before we then talk about your amazing conference that we've just all been at this year so Helen tell us about what you do for your clients yeah it's, it's kind of
1: evolved a little bit since we uh since we started working together actually but at the essence of of, of how I help people is really f- tapping into all of the things that make them unique, make them an expert um, and make them a specialist in what they do. Um, because a lot of the time clients come to me and they're not clear on that. Mm. Maybe they don't quite believe it. Maybe they've forgotten all of the things they've experienced and just how great they are at that. Um, and I tap into that and I really help them to find ways to bring that out and to communicate that with the world. First of all, get clear on what that is and then actually communicate that with the world through their marketing online and offline uh, through things like speaking, through things like guest writing um, articles. But ultimately, I help them to stand out as leaders in their field, get recognized as experts and win more business as a result. Um, But my special source, uh, as as it were, um, is storytelling and using stories to do that because I, um, well, there's two reasons why I do that. Um, My corporate career was built on uh, coaching and training senior leaders to be more impactful to engage their people to retain their staff uh, to develop their talent to uh, make an impact themselves um, and i use storytelling to help them do that um they uh, they tapped into those their stories and the stories of their people to connect with their big divisions you know i was sort of helping leaders um who are leading divisions of 3000 people and things like that so that's where it comes from and then my own story has helped me to stand out and I didn't plan that. <laughs> I didn't actually plan that, but it kind of happened and my own journey has involved sharing my story and the, and the biggest way I did that was through a TEDx talk. Um, and since then, things have really taken off for me and I see the power in how you can use your stories to stand out because they are unique. Every single story is unique and it connects with the people that you want it to connect with. So that's kind of a, a nutshell of, of what I do and how I help people.
0: Yeah, and, it, and storytelling is obviously huge in sales. Um, you and I have, have talked a lot about storytelling. And, and it's really interesting, the clients that I work with, Helen, because obviously I'm working with people much more on that kind of sales journey, um, which does involve part of who are they, what's their why. But equally, it's about how do they then go out into the world in order to sell their wares. Um, and you know, so many of them don't use their stories. And I'm like, but your story is amazing because it's you and it's unique. And the number of people who say to me, I don't have a story. <sighs> and we kind of, <gasps> we gasp and uh, I know, cause obviously we do these recordings on zoom so that I can see you, Helen, but the audience are purely listening to the audio, but you and I, our faces, we're just like, oh my goodness. You know, you mm. so have to start thinking about your story. Yeah. And
1: and the thing about that is it, uh, pretty much, well, not everybody, I'd say 95% of my clients say that. Um, uh, it's the, probably the biggest kind of objection I hear. And I understand why. And there's a lot of things that feed into that. Some people, um, it's, it's in it like an imposter syndrome. Uh, Some people compare themselves to others and they think my story isn't tragic enough. It's not exciting enough. Um, It hasn't got, you know, um, really interesting things in it. I've got an ordinary story. Who's going to want to hear that? And I will always sort of come back and say that, you know, everybody's story is unique. And everybody will find, so there will be someone that will find power in that story. And what is extraordinary to someone will be ordinary to someone else and vice versa. Mm. And it isn't about experiencing great tragedy. It's the combination of life and business experience that you have that has led you to where you are and what's happened along the way that will stand you out and show you as an expert. So it doesn't have to be this great journey. And also, there will be a message with that story. There will be a reason why you do what you do. And that is more important than you not sharing it. So move yourself out of the way.
0: <laughs> Get
1: out of your own way. Get out of your own way and think about how many people you want to help, how many yeah. people you want to serve, and how important the message that you have is. It's not about you. Yes. Um, my, talk, uh, my talk at EL Live, which we'll talk about a bit more in a minute, was all about that. That was the the message of that talk.
0: Oh, I loved that because I think I remember you said, it's not about you, it's all about you. And then you're Mm going to obviously tell us a bit more about that in a minute because we're going to talk about your amazing conference. But the other thing, of course, that um, I did, I did some work with you just to kind of get, I guess, get my message, get my language. That was a big thing, get my language for that online world. And also, I think for me, I was like, well, I'm not really sure what I've got you know, mm-hmm. to bring um, mm-hmm. a bit like with the story thing. I knew I'd got a good story because obviously I'd had a few um, interesting events in my, my journey, but it was about, well, you know, how am I an expert? And I think that's the other, the other piece, isn't it? We are experts based on our journey and the things that we have learned over years, you know, just because we don't have that job title today doesn't mean we haven't created and learned all of that knowledge along the way.
1: Exactly. You know, um, and out of that then comes, how do I use it? You know, yeah. so, um, what is it? Um, and how do I use it? And I think the work that we did together, which was, which I really enjoyed was, um, tapping into all those fantastic skills and experience and putting it into a marketable product yeah. uh, program, wow. uh, your live it, love it, sell it program, yeah. which just drew everything together. Um, but in a way that translated into the online space and how people consume and digest information in a way um, that's very different to corporate. It's a completely different world, isn't it?
0: Yeah, totally different. And I want to just tell you another little story quickly, because I took Live It, Love It, Sell It into a corporate um, and I did it a couple of weeks ago. And it was really strange, the feelings I had, Helen, because I was like, this isn't going to work because this is online and it's for entrepreneurs. And I went to this corporate and these guys were selling a very, um, it was like boulders and bolsters in warehouses and stuff a really you know, not that interesting a product. And I took in this methodology to them and they just sat there and said, we love it. Oh, that's brilliant. And I just thought, oh, my God. And they said, we love it we haven't looked at it like this before it really makes sense because it's all about that human connection stuff and you think it might be a bit woo-woo for the corporate world and I thought oh do you know what let's go and see what they think and they loved it so who knows Helen who knows
1: that's really fantastic (laughs) isn't that great that you took it out of corporate and then you brought it back in a way that they absolutely loved brilliant
0: yeah so watch this space who knows Mm. so yeah so let's talk about the conference because the conference was just truly a a fantastic event I thought really really wonderful Um, and I want to know first question I guess is why (laughs) how did it come about?
1: Well the thing about me is that sometimes (laughs) I decide to do things and I really don't think things through. (laughs) It's a good thing yeah. Um, and, and I must say that actually this, wasn't, this, has, this hasn't always been the case. This has only been the case since my own personal transformation and realizing that courage for me was the lowest value at one time in my life and now it's my highest. Yeah. And so it's like my North Star courage. Um, and so I kind of do these things. And I was at a conference in January. It was a very good conference run by the Academy of Chief Executives and there was loads of chief executives in the room and there were some fantastic speakers. And one of those speakers was a lady called Called Ann Daniels, and she gave the most incredible keynote talk. If you don't know who she is, she is the first lady to walk to the North and South Poles. Amazing, Um, amazing talk! I was just bowled over. I literally did fall off my seat. And as soon as the talk finished, I just bounded up to her. I don't know where it came from, and I said, "I'm putting on a conference, and I'd love you to be the keynote speaker." Had no idea what what the conference was. I hadn't thought about it. I just knew. I wanted to do a conference and I wanted her to be the keynote speaker. And that, is how it, that is how it came about. So as soon as she said, yes, I was like, Oh my goodness. Well, I better get around to thinking about how I make, how I do this. Cause I'd never done it before. Yeah. Um, and that's when it happened. So, uh, the theme, I, I knew that I wanted a theme. Um, and, and I wanted that theme to change. So I have had, you know, like a vision, of, I guess, about doing this type of thing, but I knew that the theme would change year on year, and the, the theme for this year had to be the big breakthrough because for her, she went through spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical breakthroughs all through her journey to the North and South Poles. I mean, the incredible stories that she told. And I just knew that that is what I needed to focus on and how we can all use our own breakthroughs to stand out how we can use our own stories of whatever those breakthroughs are. They don't have to be tragic breakthroughs that we all experience them. And that was what the the event would be about. So um, that was kind of where it started.
0: (laughs) And then,
1: (laughs) and then, um, and then I thought, well, uh, blimey, I have no idea how to do this, but it can't be that hard. Right. And I started sort of piecing it together and um, thinking about a venue. Um, and thinking about the speakers Mm. Um, and I thought well hang on that's that's probably all it all it is really and then I thought no actually no there's there is a hell of a lot of detail that I haven't even considered here so that's when I called on the services of Kelly Reynolds um, to help me now she she's a fantastic event uh, specialist and she really did help with all of the sort of the missing pieces that I didn't have coordination um, all of those sorts of things and I got to focus on the stuff that I really, you know, enjoyed yeah. building a community around the event, which is always very important to me. So I created a Facebook group, um, got all the tickets on Eventbrite, figured out, you know, what the tickets would look like, how much they were going to cost, what people would get, and I didn't go by halves uh, as usual. I just <laughs> went the whole hog. I had different ticket options that included spa, a spa visit, and a VIP option, and a virtual option, and all this sort of stuff. I was like,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that big,
1: that big, that big. Um, and in hindsight, you know, I've learned some lessons from that, and I know we're going to cover. Yeah, um, yeah, we're going to really, talk really. about um but slowly slowly it started to come together and I'd say sort of a month before things really started to get exciting there was people posting in the Facebook community and the speakers were all you know getting prepared including your lovely self and um, we knew the running order I mean and it started I actually started to believe that it actually could happen yeah be a thing because you don't. You just don't know what these things. Are, you don't know when people show up. What it's going to be like. It could have bombed like yeah. massively, and it's yeah. It's a big risk. And well, I think
0: I think there's a lot of trust, Helen, as well, that you put in the people that are created creating your event with you. Because obviously, um, the format of the event certainly it was it was a two day event. But the first day when when I went because that was the day I was able to go. I couldn't stay for the second day. That was a day really of speakers. Um, and, you know, actually, that's quite high risk to put so many speakers into one day. And it's a very interesting um, thing to do. Uh, and equally organizing an event, by the way, if you haven't done it before, please listen to this podcast. You have a lady here who's been in event management for several years. You have Helen here who's already done this event and experienced all the things she did. But it's lovely the thought of doing an event, but there's a huge amount of other things attached to running an event, huge amount, um, and lots of strategic things to think about. What I think was so incredible about your event was how well it worked because high risk for me was putting that many speakers on, on one day to the audience because that's hard for the audience to keep digesting so much stuff and to, to sit and listen to speakers. Let me just tell you what was so amazing about this every single speaker was different and I know they were different because they were different people but what they brought in in a talk was different and yet still on that same theme of big breakthrough so you had a mix of um interactive with Mm -hmm. speaking and then just plain old storytelling and then, of course, in the middle, this wonderful keynote from Ann Daniels, which was really breathtaking. Mm. That, for me, was what made it so special, Helen. Well,
1: actually, that was a conscious thing. And I didn't realize that I had curator skills. <laughs> <laughs> you do, <did>. You do. <laughs> but I really, because of my own experience of attending events, and also, you know, I say that I haven't had any experience. You know, I stood up and trained people exactly for 15 years. So I yeah. understand how to put a course together, a workshop. I understand how to keep the energy in the room, I know when to bring in a break or something interactive. So I was drawing on those skills. Yeah. Um, but I knew I knew when there would be a lull in energy, where there'd be some interaction. That's why I wanted two experiential sessions. Um, and I definitely wanted different stories, different speakers to all complement the theme. Um, But again, I couldn't predict how well that turned out. It just, it did, it did work. And um, uh, again, you know, next year it will be the same. There will be Mm -hmm. a theme and it will be uh, different angles, different. And and Ted does that. I've been inspired by Ted because that's what Ted curators do so well. They have a theme and they bring in different angles around a theme. So I I was inspired by watching Ted talks and and seeing how Toby does it and uh, Toby. Um, So, Yeah.
0: Yeah, the lovely Toby. I I adore Toby. It was great to see him speak at your event and also to meet him. And now I'm part of his group as well, even though I'm not even in Brighton. I think I've kind of hijacked being part of his group, which has been awesome. Um, But I think the other thing about it is that um, as a speaker, because thank you so much, Helen. I was so honoured to be one of your speakers. And I really mean that because for anybody to be able to take the stage and kind of tell their story um, and inspire and I will add that bit, because it's not like you say just about, I oh, woe is me. That is a really special thing to be able to do that. Um, what was the most um, nerve-wracking thing for me, I think, and this is someone who stood in front of the dragons, was to follow um, somebody as awesome as Anne Daniels. <laughs> because I, I got the slot after that. And, um, yeah, that was um, pretty amazing to be able to do that and actually actually stand up and do it, you know. <laughs>
1: And and absolutely smash it because oh, I was booing. <laughs> and, and I think pretty much everybody else was as well. It was <laughs> fantastic. And this is the thing about, uh, you know that type of event it doesn't matter who came before you or who came after you because your story is your story yeah. your message is your message you told it beautifully um in a way that is best for you and is all about you and and you know when you had the cushion at the end and the message the message at the end of that talk was just um wonderful it was incredible
0: Yeah. Uh, and if you want to hear that talk, because Helen's so amazing with how she organized the event, she didn't only film it, but we were also given our talk on audio and video. I've made it into a podcast. So, um, which was really exciting that I was able to do that. So if you look in my podcast series, I think it's episode nine, I've, I've shared my talk from Brilliant. Entrepreneurial Leaders Live. So thank you for that too, Helen. So the event was amazing. Um, I want to just touch on <laughs> what did you learn?
1: <laughs> I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I think the first thing I learned was that you can budget and you can predict. You can you can do all the budgeting, and I, I thank God that Kelly helped me with that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> but you you know, these things cost money. Mm. Uh, particularly, you know, an event like that. There was lots of costs involved. And what I learned was, this is like a business lesson. It's a a lesson that translates across all of business, is that you can't look at the, um, I always use the analogy of, don't look at the end of the bonnet when you're driving the car. Mm -hmm. You've got to look further down the road. So you can't look at something in isolation. If I'd have looked at that event in isolation and thought, right, this is, as it is a source of income for me, then I would have been disappointed <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't, you know, in transparency, I didn't make money on that event, mm. on that particular, on the, the, the day. Okay. That, yeah. Right? Yeah. But I've got to take into consideration everything that's happened since that event. So that's one lesson look, look down the road. And, and, and as a result of that, you know, I've launched um, something new, some new offerings as a result of that event. Um, sorry, there's someone, someone doing some buzzing. Um, as a result of that event, uh, I've, I've launched a collaboration with Toby, uh, which is another source of income. I uh, really took the opportunity to leverage that event so that was a good lesson as in it wasn't something that went wrong it was just a good something good I did. so I literally promoted the fact that event had happened for a few weeks afterwards and I had something like 20 discovery calls book in my calendar yeah yeah you know, for one-to-one high-end coaching yeah so now I've got a you know a pipeline filled I've got clients booked up for September. I've got some other launches coming up, so you've got to look at it in its its entirety. The other thing, so so that's the first thing um, mm. I I, I learn. And next year, of course, I'm going to be much more focused on costs um, and actually making it profitable. You know, if I yeah. the event itself profitable, yeah. um, if I can. Um, and I've I, you know, there's so many things that I will do differently, um, like ticket structures and you know. Um, you know, the actual costs of running it and where I can maybe cut back and things like that. And Mm. there will be costs that won't be factored in next year. I had a video done, like a promotional video. Um, I had all those sorts of things done that won't be happening next year. So those, you know, that won't be factored in. Mm. Um, What else did I learn? Uh, I I can't,
0: Sorry, I was just going to say, I think the ticket thing's interesting, Helen, because um, it is really, when you, when you want to kind of, you almost want to please everybody and give everybody an option, don't you? Oh, if you can only come one day or if you'd like to spar with it or if you'd like to do this. And I think the you're tempted as you say, to, to give everybody these hundreds mm. of different ticket versions and, and options. And the thing about this is it, with events is the simplicity because I think simplicity is a very, very big tip with events as I found when I was organizing them for clients for a few years. Keep it simple, mm. seriously, because when we're bombarded with choice as a buyer, Ooh, we're going to overwhelm and sometimes it can actually send us the other way and we won't even buy yeah. so you know that is a really interesting point i think
1: yeah so it's going to be very simple next year we we did do a virtual uh ticket and um i was thinking of not actually doing a live it was a live virtual uh option where people could stream in and they could watch the talks and i did actually think that maybe i wouldn't do that next year because i didn't sell that many um mm-hmm. and that was that was hopefully where the profit would have come from yeah However, uh, the feedback I've had from the people that did watch it said that they got so much out of watching that virtually. Mm. Um, that and, and actually one of the people that attended said it was game-changing for them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, now, you know, I, I may, I may d- continue with the virtual, but the other ticket options are going to be very, very simple. Yeah. There's just going to yeah. be two.
0: Great. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's it. And are you going to do two days again? Because obviously we've talked about day one being all the speakers. Day two was very much about um, practical workshops, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's going to be different. It was good and it did did work well, Um, but it will be different next year. So there was a VIP option and the VIP had a hot seat at the end of day one. Um, And that actually did work really well. That did work well, but it was quite a lot to fit in one day. So I'm thinking maybe of just spreading the, just having a VIP ticket, which includes a mastermind the next morning um, for a select few of people and day one. Um, So there is practical action for those few people that really want to, that really want to get involved. So yes, that's just what I'm throwing around at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, the moral of the story is that it doesn't matter what happens when you try these things. The fact is, A, you took action. The fact is, uh, you made an amazing event happen, Helen. It was just an incredible triumph, and I'm not just saying that because you're sat in front of me, but being part of it and hearing the feedback, it was a really, really wonderful event. Okay, so that's the first thing.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, that for me outweighs anything exactly. else. Uh, exactly. The feeling that I got, was, uh, the, the the energy created in the room just blasted me into the stratosphere. I mean, the, yes. the feel that was the feeling of it, you know?
0: Yeah, it was uh-huh. really, really super, and I think. you know the next thing is you learn from it because everything we do we learn from everything you know i i even now on my one-to-one coaching i will coach a client and the next time i coach another client i will have learned something from coaching the previous client it's just like an ongoing thing isn't it always and,
1: and if we've got to look at life like that you oh, know that wonderful. some people say to me oh you're going to do
0: it next year
1: you know because maybe you didn't get get the profits that you wanted hell yes yeah. Hell <laughs> yes i've had you know so many people say to me where's the wait list i want to be on the wait list yeah. i want to come i want to because they saw um, just, you know, what people got out of it. So yeah, I think, so that's, you know, can only, it can only
0: can only get better. It can only get better yeah. and just, um, and, and I don't know how, if I'm really honest, but, um, you know, I just think it will, will just continue to, to evolve and grow, to be honest with you now. I think it's just going to become this annual event. That's how I, how I see it anyway. It's not even my event. Look at me talking, well, it's going to become an annual event. <laughs> it needs
1: to be bigger next year though. So we're bigger, I'm looking for a bigger venue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Brilliant. Love it. I love it. So look, Helen, um, just to finish up, it's been amazing chatting to you. I've loved it. Obviously, I always do. Um, And I think the conversation has really highlighted the amazing work you do, the fabulous event you put on, the fact it's on again next year. So all the listeners can obviously think about, oh, we better get down to Brighton. What time of year is it? Is it June again?
1: It's going to be the end of June, exactly the same, around yeah. that same uh, a Thursday and a Friday at the end of June. Yeah,
0: brilliant. It's going to be brilliant. The same. And then, is there anything else that you're doing exciting that you just want to tell us about to finish off? That's uh, that's super good.
1: Yeah, well, I'm really excited about this collaboration with Toby. Yeah. Because um, um, we just that really came out of El Live, and we just started having some conversations, and we realised that Toby had some fantastic. Being a TEDx curator and a speaker himself, he had some fantastic experience and my experience of, you know, within leadership development and storytelling, we actually had puzzle pieces that fit really well together and we wanted to come together and deliver a masterclass in public speaking, which is what we have done with stories for the stage as a one day workshop going to be delivered in Brighton on the 1st of September. Um, And um, I'm really excited about that. Uh, and what's going to happen as a result, but, and how many people we can help in that type of format and style. So, yeah, really, really looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And also, it's not just about necessarily wanting to be a public speaker and famous. It's just speaking in general, I think, being able to just know that you can go out and you can curate this this talk that's Mm. going to help and inspire other people ultimately, isn't it? So Exactly. Amazing. And what we'll do, obviously, we'll put links into the podcast so everyone knows how to find you. And also we'll put a link in for that particular masterclass because that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Although, obviously, I know that this will still be there and still be around, so maybe I can update that link when you do all your others. But Helen, thank you so much for joining me. It's been wonderful talking to you on The Human Conversation. And I hope you've enjoyed it, listeners. I do love doing these podcasts because we literally just sit here and chat. How amazing is that? And I will be back next week. I have no idea who my guest will be because I just don't do it that way. You just decide at the time who will be with me. But I hope you'll join me. And thank you so, so much for listening. Have a fantastic week. ta da! for now.
1: You've just been listening to the Human Conversation
0: Podcast with Jules White. If you enjoyed the show, please let her know on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash Compassio Coaching.